Hey, Chosen Fam. I'm Liz. I'm Sarah. And welcome to Season 7 of the Tell Me About It podcast. In this season, we're bringing you the Seasons of Life series, where we interview different guests and friends of ours in different stages of life. We believe in the power of testimony, and the Word makes it clear that we are better together. If you aren't caught up, feel free to subscribe and binge our first six seasons wherever you find your podcast. And if this podcast has impacted you, we would be honored if you would rate us within your podcast app of choice. Grab your Chick-fil-A nuggets with us. And, and let's, let's get, get this, this party started. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, that's it. That's how I felt right then. I know. There you go. Will you count me in for real? Yes. Awesome. I already pressed record. Oh, girl. I thought you might start singing. <laughs> yeah. Not this time. Yeah. <laughs> Almost got me. <laughs> Hope Calais. That was a, the voice of millennial, like, I don't know. I was going to say rom-coms, but I don't think that she had any songs in rom-coms that, no. I'm, that are, like, iconic. But she got so popular off of MySpace. Really? Yes. I didn't realize that until I went to her concert a few months ago. Which I still think about often. Yes. It was in the um, Country Music Hall of Fame has like a has like a little concert venue inside. I did not know that. And it's so small and like very intimate and like it's just a perfect little round room um, with a couple of stories. But yes. she was like, Oh yeah, someone shared my song on MySpace and you know, it just got really popular overnight. I never was never signed to anyone for like when she got popular. Dang. Yeah. Wow. Good for her. I hope she's doing well. It's good. I saw where she joined TikTok a few weeks ago, so I'm happy to have her in the TikTok community. Sometimes I miss the TikTok. I Only took a hiatus for a while, yeah. and I am limiting my time per day because yeah. legitimately my screen time was horrifying. I feel that. I feel yeah. that. It's like, I will admit that since giving it up during Lent, my time has been better spent like and on other, I wouldn't necessarily say better spent, but just like spent on other things. Yes. And so, it this sounds awful, but it's like I distract myself with other means, which yes. now has mostly included listening to lots of audiobooks. That which is not a bad thing at all. No, it's not. What nice. are you listening to? Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Oh my gosh! Yes, yes. Oh, we're so glad you're here. We really are. Happy Tuesday. We're today. We're just like we're having a chit chat and. Um, we don't have a special guest today. We're just, it's just our normal selves. It was the vibe of like a cheesy sitcom that's like, oh, we didn't see you there. <laughs> like we were literally just talking about Colby Kelly and I really would like to know what are you yes. listening to currently? It is, like to share? Um, I want to make sure that I tell you the, the correct title because I just recognize it. The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Oh, um, it was, like it? it's been really good so far. Cool. Um, I get all my audiobooks through my library for free. Amazing. So utilize your library. There's been so many good ones. But totally. before I started reading this one um, this past week, I finished um, Lioness Arising. We had <gasps> talked about that. We both purchased the book when we were at Women of Joy back in the spring. Um, and the, I still have the physical copy. But I was traveling, and I thought, I'm going to use this as an opportunity to listen. And so the book was wonderful. So good. And so just encouraging. Yes. I must admit that I absolutely love how Lisa Bevere champions women. She really does. But not at the expense of downplaying men. Or the truth of God's word um, with just, I mean, she she really is, if I may call her, mm-hmm. a Christian feminist. Yeah. 
And by that, I know I even wrote a blog about this on the Chosen Girl blog about why, you know, feminist kind of gets a bad reputation. Mm, mm -hmm. But it's just really asking for equal rights amongst genders. Yeah. But there's a lot of a lot of opinions that, that get tacked on to it. For sure. And we're afraid to use it because we don't know what kind of opinions are attached to That's it so for true. each person. But yes. she does it really well. She really does. And, you know, it's all girls here to our guys. Hello and welcome. But we know that we're the best. Right. It's okay. Superior. It's between us. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We know God's the best. Amen. Uh, no, seriously. <laughs> You're like, don't cancel me. <laughs> <laughs> No, I have been reading, I've been getting into novels lately, but I've also Yay. finished recently Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen. Oh, how was it? Very good. Okay. She reads it, which I always enjoy, an audiobook narrated by the author of the yes. book. Yes. Um, currently on a scary book. Oh. Um, I'm literally like just one hour into it. It's called A Flicker in the Dark. It's setting up the story. So Very nice. If it's bad, y'all don't come at me because I don't know yet. Yeah, we, we're just... I heard it was a light, scary read that if you're not really into scary things, okay. it may just be considered a thriller. And, yeah. you know, we're getting into fall season. So I thought that might be fun. Might be fun. Um, because I'm normalizing that even as an Enneagram 3, I don't always have to be reading books classified under, quote-unquote, self-help or spirituality. So for Reading for fun. Reading for fun. Yeah. Because my next read is Priscilla Presley's memoir, Elvis <gasps> and Me. Oh, that's going to be really also good. narrated by her. I was going to ask. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You know, side note, y'all, if you are interested in us putting together, a like, a book list and kind of putting that out there a little bit more so you yeah. can see, like, what we're reading, especially, like, our faith-based books and things like that, Please let us know if you are a fellow audiobook listener or reader. Yes. We would we would love to share because we are all big fans. We don't just read books about Jesus and and leadership and and things like that, but also something fun. Yes, so, balance. Yes, and if you think that audiobooks are cheating, leave. Stop listening. <laughs> get out. I ret- that's what I have time for, people. You know, I will admit that I retain a lot of information by listening. I do too. And I 1,000% am that psychopath that listens on two times the speed, and I wish it could go faster. Wow, Liz. Yes. I'm an audio learner, and I do wish that there was a speed between half and one. Okay. I wish there was a three-quarter speed. Um, just because sometimes I'm one of those people that I'll hear something, but I didn't listen. Mm, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I can do 1.5. Yeah. Decent. I, I said this to my coworker and he immediately told me that I was insane. He's like, whoa, that's a little too much. But I admire it. it now sounds like normal to me. Yeah. And I'm like, is this how fast my brain talks to myself? You ever, ever have those moments? Yes. Like yes. The world may never know. I guess we'll never know. But I do love a physical book as well. It is really nice on a rainy day. Like fall, fall time reminds me of cuddling up with a book and, you know, a blanket on a cold yes. day or early in the morning. Like if you're, yep. you know, sitting outside or something or with a bowl of chili or soup. Girl, cup of coffee, cup of tea. Oh my gosh. Yes. Set the stage. Absolutely. That's it. It's really good to just be us talking to you guys as much as I have enjoyed our fabulous guests. Oh my gosh, yes. First, we had Lily. Mm-hmm. If you didn't hear that episode, it's episode two mm-hmm. of this season. And then our dear friend Meredith was episode three. Mm-hmm. And I also have to apologize for my voice. The rag- This voice is brought to you by Ragweed. 
ragweed. <laughs> the weed of the South. That's right. <laughs> That's it. That is it. Yeah, seriously. Like, it is blooming. It is showing out. It mm-hmm. is showing up. And, um, yeah, I'm crying tears of allergies about it. So That, that daily Zyrtec. Zer- yes, this episode is actually sponsored by Zyrtec and uh, the Walgreens <laughs> brand of Claritin D. So thank you to those sponsors. We love you, Chosen Girl. Appreciate you. But um, we really just wanted to sit down and have a real conversation with you. We've had, like, it's, it's just really good to see you. Y'all yeah. haven't seen Liz in almost two weeks. Life has been busy and it has traveling been busy. all the things. I went to New York. Yeah, and I went to Colorado. And she went to Colorado. We were on... Two different ends of the country almost. Yeah. And it's just good to be here. It is. And, you know, we've been talking about the seasons of life um, so far on this podcast. If you haven't listened to the other episodes, please go back. Um, But we wanted, you know, when Sarah and I were trying to figure out, like, what are we just going to talk about? I couldn't get over the idea of talking about where we are and Sarah being, you know, the awesome person that she is and how she, um, I, I just love the way your brain works. You're like the, the, just the joy of it. And I think that joy can, it's not, a thing. I know that joy can be found even in the most difficult of situations. We know that it's easy in the fun times and mm-hmm. on the mountain highs, but it can be found in the valleys. And sometimes when you're in those valleys or sometimes it's just uncertain. It feels like you're just wandering in a desert, you know, yeah, figuratively, of course. But, you know, where can you find the joy? You know, what is joy? Why does it matter? And we just began having a conversation about all these things um, and what role that plays within our faith. Yeah, and a common denominator between both Lily and Meredith's interviews that y'all have heard thus far had to do so much on contentment slash joy, even though those two are not the same thing, but finding joy where you are, not rushing that season Mm -hmm. because every season does matter. And I know to someone in a hard season right now, that's really hard to hear, Mm -hmm. but I've also been through hard seasons. I can testify about hard seasons. And even though I would not wish them on anyone Mm -hmm. or even wish to go through them again myself, um, there, there can be joy found. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's like a secret. I think, I think that God wants us to have joy. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's ultimately what everyone's looking for. Yeah. You know, we say a lot here, like, especially getting back to the roots of chosen girl, you know, one of the main ingredients of being chosen, walking in Christ is our purpose in him, which is true. Mm-hmm. But I also think that maybe our pursuit of purpose may actually be mistaken for our pursuit of joy. Wow. Yeah, I I agree. Because we all just want to have joy. We do. We are, I, It's part of our human nature that, and you know, that longing is something that when best fulfilled, when fulfilled by Christ. Yeah. But in, in, in that search, many find other things, such as the things that bring happiness. Yeah. And mistake it for joy. Yeah. Um, And we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about what joy is and then what it is in our spiritual lives. And how how does it play into our lives and and even into our circumstances. Oh, for sure. Seasons that we're in now. You know, one of the verses that came to mind um, 
just as you were talking, is James um, 1, verse 2 and 3. My which toxic trait is every time I hear James, I think of Wendy Williams. Oh, my gosh. James? James. <laughs> I was like, it's the social media goddess. Yes. <laughs> but... Um, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kind, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, I'm going to read on just a little bit more. Go Let ahead, perseverance go. finish its work so that you may be mature and complete and not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, um, who gives generously <laughs> all to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. Mm. But consider it pure joy. And when I list those things, you know, facing trials, we may not think of joy, but recognizing that we, if you lack wisdom that you can ask and God giving generously, mm-hmm. that is what we could, we consider joy. Yeah. The giving generously. And we talked about how joy and hope are, are best of friends. And it is the faith and hope that we have in our God to supply us with our needs. Yeah. If we can't change our situations, giving us the wisdom, the discernment, to accept or to change your perspective. Let's talk about perspective. Let's do it. Liz and I literally should have just recorded about an hour and a half worth of conversation we just had. We took a deep dive. Oh yeah. Into talking about <laughs> prayer and joy and contentment and perspective. And the the one thing that I notice as a common denominator through the writers of the New Testament mm-hmm. as well, like we look at Paul, we look at James here, mm-hmm. is that, you know, James is saying, count it joy when you face trials. Mm-hmm. Paul is saying, I have learned to be content no matter my circumstance while writing in jail. Yeah. You know, so those are two instances where we see similarities mm-hmm. where circumstances are not good. They were not what we asked for, Mm -hmm. not what we prayed for, probably not what we trusted God for. Mm -hmm. Yet there was still joy and still contentment to be found, Mm -hmm. which is really interesting to me because I feel like, and I don't think this was ever directly taught to me, but maybe, and and I've even talked about this before, I believe on the podcast of picturing my walk with God as almost like on the Incredibles, the daughter who has like the force field, mm-hmm. Violet. Yeah. Um, that's like, oh my gosh, I'm a Christian now. Force field. You mm-hmm. know. And I do believe that miracles happen. Yeah. I do believe there are angels fighting in our defense. Mm-hmm. Miracles we probably aren't even aware that have happened. Mm-hmm. And hedges of protection put around us that oh, we yeah. cannot even realize mm-hmm. or see. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of my perspective in life was built around the construct of because I am good, God will be good to me. Ooh. Okay, girl. And because I check all these boxes, I pray every day, I have my quiet time with God. And this is very type A. This is very first child behavior. This is very Enneagram (laughs) 3 predictability here. But like, I was thinking, oh my goodness, I'm exempt or mm-hmm. I'm protected. Yeah. And that's how God shows his love to me. But what I have learned through living more of life. Oh, yeah. And side note, Liz and I were talking about this. I'm very blessed to have not had traumatic things happen to mm-hmm. me in my childhood. A lot of people cannot say the yeah. same thing. Mm-hmm. And I do not think that God loves me any more and God loves anyone else any less. Mm -hmm. 
I think that we just live in a broken world and all of us will experience broken things. Mm -hmm. It will be told in different stories at different timelines and different ways. For sure. That's, that's my personal take on it. Mm -hmm. I'm not a theologian. That's it. That's it. Yeah. um, yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say like perspective, Absolutely. you know, perspective is, it's everything. Yeah. And I think that my perspective had to shift because my theory was being proven wrong Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. that my faith was really in myself and my own ability to be quote unquote good. good. And I'm not good. Yeah. I will never be good until I'm in heaven, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I had to completely rehash out my little plan and learn that anything good in my life is not because of me mm-hmm. it's not at the end doing. of the day. Right. At the end of the day. You make it say, oh, but Sarah, your hard work produced a business. Yes. But like so much of that was grace yeah. partnered up with God. Mm-hmm. Like hard work plus grace. <laughs> For sure. But, you know, and, and this gets into like some red tape and gray areas with like discussion and stuff. But I had to switch. Well, all in all, what I'm saying is I had to switch my perspective to despite of bad things happening, mm-hmm. there still can be joy and God still is good. Yeah. That's, so. that, that shift is, um, it's one that I feel like happens as you, obviously as you age and you face more sure. hardships and things. And something you said earlier during our previous conversation about um, how we, how deeply we feel things and that the emotions that we feel yeah. um, greatly impact our perspective. You know, yeah. it's just like if um, I'm going to tell a funny story about myself that's slightly unrelated, but you'll see where I'm going. When I was little, I was obsessed with Cracker Barrel because I've always been, I've always been 40 since the age of four. Yes. So if we went on a road trip, and I saw a Cracker Barrel sign, I would immediately tell my parents, I'm hungry. I'm so hungry. You yeah. got stop right now at Cracker Barrel. Oh, my gosh. And <laughs> I'm like, Do oh, my still, gosh. Like, I don't think we've ever been to Cracker Barrel together. We have not, but I still love breakfast food. Yes. I, I, I can't remember. breakfast there one time. Oh, yeah. I cannot remember the last time I ordered, like, not breakfast at Cracker Barrel. That yes. was my favorite thing. All that to say is that a lot of associations happened between something that I really enjoyed mm-hmm. and what was what influenced my action coming from that. Yeah. And I think that when it comes to our perspective of like my perspective of Cracker Barrel was really great, but if I'd gotten food poisoning the first time I went there, it would have never been my favorite restaurant as For a sure. child, you know. And so how we experience something can can so drastically change, but when we're talking about joy, it is the feeling and the and the belief that something is good mm-hmm. outside of those changing circumstances. Yeah. And it is contrary to what the world tells us. And I feel like it's one of those things that where you, you're putting your flesh to death whenever you choose joy over yeah. what everyone tells you that you should be feeling. So if you are, and I, I think I felt this the most, um, you all know that when my father passed away about two years ago, it was a really rough time and we've, we've had podcasts on grief and everything else, but that was a time where the Lord was so gracious. And I think back on that moment specifically of being sad and feeling joy simultaneously. Mm, yeah. And sometimes when we are used to just feeling one way about something that there's, there is a possibility and opportunity to feel 
multiple things, even if it feels like a juxtaposition, two different things that don't belong together. Yeah. It was like, how do you grieve someone while recognizing that God is so good that the timing of this tragic event is perfect? Yeah. And, and that's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. It is. It is. But you see the graciousness of God through it. And I'm like, okay. Like, it's one of those, you know, I count it all joy. Yeah. I count it all joy. Yeah. Um, I think that also it's so important to note here, something that you said reminded me of this, is kind of the, I guess they're not conflicting. They they go hand in hand, but the biblical um, definition of joy mm-hmm. goes just a little bit deeper yeah. than the actual like quote unquote world definition, mm-hmm. Merriam-Webster dictionary definition of joy. So d- joy defined is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. So we do talk about how feelings can change. Oh yeah, they're fickle. However, when you look, I love the way that, um, let me see how, what, what the reference is here. This is from justdisciple.com, mm-hmm. which I've read several articles on their website. So you can take or leave how reliable you would like to believe it is, but I've read good things. So <laughs> it says the biblical definition of joy says that joy is a feeling of good pleasure and happiness, which is the first part mm-hmm. of what we just read that is dependent on who Jesus is yeah. rather than on who we are or what is happening around mm-hmm. us. So that is why I feel that anyone can experience joy. Yeah. But the expiration date mm. of joy may differ dependent on the gold standard of your joy. Yeah, for sure. Because, and, and if you don't know what the gold standard is, our money, uh, this is literally the only thing I know about politics. <laughs> this is it. Lay because it I had what my, what my best friend in high school used to collect gold coins. Shout out to you, Colby, if you ever <laughs> listened to the podcast. What and that? pocket knives. He loved to buy and sell and trade pocket knives. Uh, we're from the South, okay? Mm-hmm. But um, that was like a Billy Eichner moment for sure. <laughs> but um, he he taught me what the gold standard was. Uh-huh. And basically, apparently it's not here anymore, which mm-hmm. is, don't like that. Yeah. But th- for every dollar made in currency, there was also gold mm-hmm. to back it up in U.S. Treasury. Right. So it meant something. Mm-hmm. And it still does mean something. But and I, I, that's, like I said, that's all I know. Yeah. That's all I know about our U.S. Treasury system. That's all right. You got so, it right. So comparing that to joy, mm-hmm. it's like... It's only going to be as strong as what's backing it up. Yeah. It's only going to be as strong as it is its foundation. So uh, I've experienced joy mm-hmm. in many seasons of life and known why yeah. I had joy. Because I feel like simultaneously I was happy or I was busy or I was distracted. Um, because that that definitely does take a factor with me just being busy, being distracted. Um, I, I know I shared this with you earlier. I saw a quote that said, are you 
healed or are you just busy? Yeah. And I'm like, that is so true. We need to evaluate that. Mm-hmm. But going back to what I was saying, I have experienced joining and known why. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like I've lived long enough to have the opportunity to experience joy and not really know why. Yeah. And obviously I do deep down know why. And it's because of God. Amen. And times in my life where I've been in circumstances where I'm like, I'm so anxious and I'm so concerned Mm -hmm. about my future. But at the same time, I can find joy. It's almost like whenever it's a cloudy day Mm -hmm. and you see just like a beam of light streaking through, like breaking through the clouds. And that's how I see joy in the midst of bad circumstance in my life. Like once the clouds clear, like I know it's there. Yeah. I know the sun is shining, yes. but I just can't see it very well right now, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's there. So You're that's right. how joy plays out in my life. Oh yeah. When my circumstances are what, even what I pray for. It's, it's wild. Cause I'm, I'd say it's wild. It's not actually wild, but like the joy, I mean, it's, it's one of the fruits, but when I think about, you know, the joy of the Lord and just delighting in him. And I think about all of the other benefits and things that come with that. Yeah. Like I I have joy and I have peace and I, there is a, all there is fruits a, of the spirit, all fruits of the spirit. Yeah. I'm like, all those things are, they, they accompany one another. And I asked Sarah earlier, I was like, what fruit is joy? And we both have the same answer. Uh, grapes. It's great. I hope you all felt the same there. We do have a feeling about lots of other arbitrary things and how they relate, but we'll talk about that in another episode. Exactly. For another day. But I, I can't help but think about, um, about the, the, how we have joy, but also how we cultivate joy in our life. Mm. Um, and it's because it's something that not, that's not just tied to, to feelings from a world perspective. It's tied to feelings from a faith perspective. It's tied to Jesus. And so what better way to cultivate it, than drawing near to him. Yeah. And I love that they're called the fruits of the spirit and not the feelings of the spirit. Fruit growing a fruit takes a lot. Yeah. And it's it's a result. Like it's it's, it's a, a fruit. Yes. I mean, think about it. It just I mean, you can think about it in, in the terms of y'all know I'm I'm a big component in, in promote our agriculture, but you can think about it, all the things that goes into growing. If you got a tomato plant on your back porch, you know, it can't be the temperature has to be right for the blooms mm-hmm. not to fall off before so you can true. even get the fruit. You know, do you have enough rain? Is it coming consistently enough? You know, are there other things trying to eat the fruit before you can even get it? You know, before it's even ripe, all these things go into play. But think about it also like a relationship that, mm-hmm. you know, cultivating quality relationships with friends, family, spouses, whoever, it takes time and intentionality with it. Yeah. And, Joy is not going to just be found just because you said, yeah, God, give me some joy, but I'm not going to open my Bible and talk to you. I'm yeah. not going to dive into your word. I'm not going or like saying that I know in my heart that you're calling me to do this and I'm going to do the opposite and expect joy. Yeah. And like where he is, joy will also be found. So you really just answered my question I was going to ask you. I was going to say to our friends who are listening, who are in a season right now that they may not desired Mm -hmm. or thought they would even be here Mm -hmm. and they may be saying it wasn't supposed to turn out this way yeah how do they find joy but you just answered the question (laughs) which i love always always thinking in tandem but that's that's life i think the expectation of being 
uncomfortable and being in hard situations um, allows for us to respond in a way that's God honoring and that um, selfishly serves us best. Yeah. And talking about perspective, I think that it's really important to point out that something that I've been experiencing lately Mm -hmm. is the posture of my prayers changing. Oh, how so? And and Liz and I, we may do an episode on prayer this, this season. We don't know. It's just a question we posed Mm -hmm. literally 45 minutes ago. (laughs) But, um, instead of praying in favor of myself, Mm. I have tried to pray from the knowledge of trusting that God is sovereign. Yeah. And so instead of saying, God, and I don't think there's anything wrong with praying and saying, God, let this work out. Yeah. For me. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There may be something wrong with that. I don't know. Something I need to reflect on. Well, you know, it's just, and the thing is you can, you can still ask, but sometimes it's also, God, will you prepare Prepare my heart. Exactly. That's it's girl, it's on the on the flip side. I got you. Yeah. But, yeah. So it it's definitely been like a really um formative thought change for me mm-hmm. of what if my what if my prayers changed from being to my benefit to being for the benefit of God's glory and plan. Mm-hmm. What if that happened? Yeah. And so spending time with God, which I need to do more of, if I'm not feeling joy despite my circumstance, I know what it takes to cultivate the fruit. Mm-hmm. If I don't have peace despite my circumstance, I know what it takes to cultivate the fruit. Mm-hmm. So the fruits of the Spirit are... Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, et cetera, et cetera. And those come when you are in step with the spirit. Mm-hmm. It's a gift. Yeah. And and really, it's just, I love how it, it is a gift. It's mm-hmm. grace. It really is. But I also love how accessible that is. Yeah. I love that God has made himself Emmanuel for us mm. so that he not only dwells with us, mm-hmm. you know, as Jesus came, but like, in us us. Mm -hmm. now um since his holy spirit dwells within us but that can it it is attainable it's not oh god would you just find the time to grant me joy you look it's just a part of who you are Mm -hmm. when you are with him yes and ever once have have i searched for joy and not found it yeah you know, it's, I think it's, we talked about distractions. It's easy to get distracted or believe that it has to look a particular way when that's not necessarily the case. Yeah, that's so true. And, and the last point that I have written down that goes right along with that is joy is a result of choices Yeah, that you make. Mm-hmm. It is a fruit of the spirit. I'm not saying that we have control over like, sorry, my computer just fell asleep and it made me panic, even though that happens all the time. <laughs> But um, when you make the choice to spend time with God, mm-hmm. when you make the choice to change your perspective, mm-hmm. when you make the choice to be grateful, yeah, and even look at, you know, talking about different seasons of life, where can you serve right now? Where can you be of use to God's kingdom right now? You don't have to wait. You do not have to wait. And Liz and I were talking about this earlier in that, you know, in the particular season I'm in, personally, I can speak for myself, 
I could either be really frustrated mm-hmm. <laughs> with the results that I'm seeking mm-hmm. or even just not even knowing what to do. Yeah. Or I can look through the lens of perspective and gratitude and yeah. say, I will never be who I am right now ever again. Yeah. So I'm going to do the things that I know that my future self would be grateful for. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do the things that my past self will be proud of. Yeah. And I'm going to do things that just advance the kingdom planting seeds that I may never get to see Mm -hmm. because the seeds planted now are going to sprout at a time that they maybe not would have any time earlier or later. Yeah. And that's doing the Lord's work. You know, you mentioned something earlier also during our conversation about, I asked you, how do you put down, you know, cultivate roots, make room for roots to, to, survive and also thrive and grow. Yeah. Um, especially when, when we look at it through the context of joy and you said it came by going through it. It did. Yeah. You know, we can, joy can easily be mistaken for happiness or just being content when there's been no challenge, no challenge to it. But you know that you found joy whenever you are going through, you take a second up to, to breathe, to look up and look around and you realize, wow, I am going through it. I just went through it. And look how faithful the Lord has been. It's like, oh, it changes your perspective about everything. And it also creates such a trust in the Lord. I think about, I feel like this is this uh, growing up on a farm and this is very Jesus-like. If if I wanted to teach one of my lambs how to lead or to walk on essentially with a halter and a leash, then I would have to take it away from the others. Mm. And I would, our barn, we have, like, had a very small 17-acre farm, but our barn was at the back of the property, and our driveway was at the front. So I would literally take these lambs, you know, maybe two-tenths of a mile, where they can't hear each other, one at a time, away. And they would get scared. And they would have to trust me that I would protect them. And then I would take them back. And from that moment forward... They would always walk with me. Mm, Yeah. And I think the Lord is the same way in which he will carry us. And that's why, you know, even in in times of hardship, that joy, we should find joy in those moments, seeing that the joy that the Lord wishes to draw near to us, us to draw near to him. Yeah. That he's calling us. He's like, I'm going to take you out and it will seem scary, but I want you to know that I'm here. I want you to know and that you can find peace here that I, that you are protected, that you are loved, that you are cared for. And when you come back, you're like, oh my gosh, it's like having, never having to, th- just think about this. Can you imagine a car where you never had to get an oil change? It would never break down where it was always consistent and how much peace that brings you. Yeah. Is that what it's like for people who like drive a Tesla? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hope I'm so totally for their, kidding. I hope so for their sake. But, yeah, seriously. But that same joy, the joy and the peace, the love, the kinds of fruits of the spirit no, that are found real, yes. by delighting yourself in that time with the Lord. Yeah, that's so true. And I couldn't help but the whole time, the whole time you were saying that is to think about the psalm that David wrote that says, taste and see that the mm-hmm. Lord is good. Like, mm-hmm. just give it a try. Yeah. Like, yeah. Give him a try and see that he is trustworthy. Oh, yeah. Because I think of so many 
foods that I would not try. Mm-hmm. But then once I did try, mm. they became one of my favorite foods. Oh, yeah. Currently, Brussels sprouts. Hello. Yeah. Like the past three years, Brussels sprouts have been a staple to me. Never tried them until three years ago. No way. Yeah. Wow. But taste and see. That's right. That the Lord is good. He is good. Yeah. He is good. It's, you know, I just, I... I don't I don't even think I can ad- adequately put into words the value and the feeling of just finding joy in the Lord. Yeah. It's because no that is something that no one can ever take away from you and it changes yes. everything. Yes. And so to the person who is not experiencing this right now. First of all, if you're feeling shame in that, that's from the enemy. Don't believe that. Lies. Mm-hmm. He sits on a throne of lies literally. The devil is a liar. Yeah. He is. Mm-hmm. He's the father of us. So two, no shame. This is a no shame community. Two, I would say start cultivating. Yeah. It's not in your own effort of cultivating because I have experienced that when I enter into God's, like when I, when I enter into spending time with God mm-hmm. and I think that it's my own like pride yeah. that is going to do something mm-hmm. like out of my own ability. That's, that's a horrible posture to have. Yeah. Because that's not me thinking God's good. That's me thinking I'm good. Mm-hmm. Back back to me being a horrible person. So, you know what I mean? We're horrible people. We're all horrible people at the end of the day. But go into his presence just with an expectation mm-hmm. that the cultivating will begin. God will meet you there. Because fruit does take time. Yeah. And it's it's worth it. And I would encourage you to, this sounds like one of those simple things, like, I hate it when, like, influencers these days, which I love an influencer, don't get me wrong, but when a solution to something is like, romanticize your life, just go for a hot girl walk. I'm like, okay, but if I'm, like, really struggling, like, I'm going to need more than a hot girl walk. Yeah. Like, I don't mean this with this next suggestion that I'm saying, but... Cultivating also first a posture of gratitude mm-hmm. in listing out things that you are grateful for. Yeah. I don't know what it is about it. It's per- It brings them to perspective. It really does. Again, I'm not saying it fixes all your problems, but no. I'm saying it sure does help your heart soften. It does. It truly does. Joy, you know, joy is truly found where the Lord is and... It is it is a gift, and every in the moments that we get to delight in Him, every moment is a gift, and it's free. Yeah. It's freely accessible. No respecter of persons, like not limited to no. a certain amount of people. All the free refills. It's not while supplies last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, this has been so fun. It has been so fun. It's been good to be back with you, friend. It's been so great. It's been so great. We'll be back next week with another interview. We cannot wait. Oh my gosh. I hope y'all have so loved having this seasons of, um, I say seasons of seasonings almost, because I think I'll, it is the spice cabinet the, of chosen girls. It really, that's a perfect way to put it. The spice girls. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The season 1000%. Um, I'm so excited to, like I said, like you said, for our special guests that we're going to have mm-hmm. for next week. Um, but if there are any specific topics that you would love for Sarah and I to chat about whenever we have our, our chats throughout the um, throughout the months to come, please let us know. And if yes. you haven't already binged the um, episodes that have come out, I invite you to do so in some of the previous seasons as well. Um, but we will see you right back here on Tuesday. Yes, guys. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. 
That's it for today, fam. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to rate and subscribe. And don't forget to visit us on Instagram at Chosen Girls Movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources. And meet us back here next Tuesday.